Welcome to the first episode of the Hunter Podcast and my journey on the daily hunt to not only becoming a better parent, but becoming a better man and a better person and to actually follow what I was born and called to do, which was to lead from a place of purpose, to lead from a place of truth and to identify where I have not been doing that to be able to shift my daily routines and habits to get real and get raw with the reality of where I am and the relevancy of what it affects around me and who it affects around me. Hopefully you just got done listening to the origins episode, my story coming up. This leads off from there because of the disconnect and the ability of not being able to tell the truth and learning how to lie over and over and over again throughout my life just to cover up and run from the reality of the pain of where I was at building this persona of what I thought my life was about and not really giving myself a chance to see what my life truly was, didn't actually do anything for me except create a bunch of chaos and bullshit for a long time. And one of the biggest things in that was not being able to connect with my kids at a higher level, not being able to be the parent that they needed, that they wanted, that they deserved and they sought after. All our kids want is love and connection. They want the ability to be able to look at you and know you're there, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. To be able to look at them and them to feel your energy and feel your connection as you look straight into their eyes or you look at them at a ball game or at the fair or even sitting there coloring at the kitchen table at night or helping them with homework. Being able to disconnect and put your phones down. Being able to disconnect and leave work at home, out of the home. Being able to disconnect from all the chaos of society and the sedated life that we were born into, but we weren't born with the habits and the routines that we allowed ourselves to obtain. We were taught that over years. We were put in front of it and we chose what to accept as ours and what not to accept. So going through this path and this journey about I'm a liar and admitting it to myself but first of all, admitting it, that I was lying about the type of parent I was for my kids. The type of man I was to actually be there for them, connect with them, support them, and not what I thought they wanted, not in what I thought was right and what was correct, but in what they wanted, what they were grabbing for, what all that, that five minutes of just love and connection and approval and just, yes, that's my dad or that's my mom or whoever, my grandparents, it doesn't matter because we all lead our children. And if we choose not to, somebody else is gonna step up and do it for us. So I took a hard look at this and I'm like, okay, I'm a fucking liar. Holy shit. Let's get real and raw here, okay? This is no kindergarten pep talk about hoorah, here's some positive vibes, go be a better parent because we didn't become who we are today overnight. We didn't become who we are today by sitting there blowing bubbles and wishing upon falling stars and watching unicorns and rainbows fly around us. We got here because we went through hell in life and we've went through heaven. We've been on both sides of it. I'm sure you have, because I know I have. I've had some amazing times in my life and I've had some dark demon days to where I didn't want to be here anymore, let alone be a parent and leading somebody else in this world. This world is chaotic enough without adding the stress of wondering if you're doing everything right. What are you gonna do next? Are you raising them right? Are you leading them right? 
Are you protecting them in the right sense? See, that's where I was lying to myself. And that's where I couldn't come to grips with the reality that I thought I was protecting my kids. I thought that I was keeping them safe. You know, finding out that my oldest daughter was doing stuff at 12 that most people don't start doing until they're 16 with just going out to bonfires and hanging out with older kids and, you know, just living a life of somebody that was much older than her because I wasn't there to lead her. I wasn't there to justify my reaction and my rules because I wasn't in her everyday life. So who was I for her to listen to? There was no trust built there. There was no connection built there. All I was was an authority figure stepping in, trying to throw my power around like a dictator and saying, oh, you got to listen to me. I'm your father. And all they're going to do is rebel and they're going to push away and they're going to run and they're going to try to grab attention from anybody else that can give them what they can't fucking get from you. What they search for and they long for from you that you won't give them. You give them what you think they want instead of asking them what they want. When's the last time you asked your kids, what do you want from me as a dad, as a mom, as a parent? What can I do that's better? What do you love about me? What don't you like about me? What is the reality of where we're at today? Ask them questions. It doesn't matter how old they are. My six and a half year old, almost seven, will tell me, dad, I don't like when you do this. Dad, I wish you would do this more. Dad, we live in a yes or no household. So when he asks me something, it's yes or no. There's no maybes, there's no possibility in, okay, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a taste at, you know, here you might get something, but then I'm gonna pull it back with the no later. It's either yes or no, facts, no feelings. When you build a foundation on facts, you get to enjoy the feelings because then the feelings are real. When you build a foundation built on lies, no trust, no connection, no commitment, then the feelings are bullshit just as much as the reality of what you're building is bullshit. All you're doing is creating a sand pit that turns into quicksand and you slowly start to sink and years go by and years go by. And within this, I started losing connection with my oldest daughter. I started watching her do exactly what I did as a kid and losing focus on being a kid, trying to grow up too fast and trying to achieve stuff because she was always grasping for that connection that I thought I was giving her, but I never took the time to stop and ask her, what do you want? Our kids are smart people. They're a lot smarter than we give them credit for. You know, and if I would have just took the time, like when she was little, and I would have actually sat down and talked to her and had a conversation with her, just me and her, I'd be like, hey, sweetheart, where are you at today? You know, where are you at with everything in life? Maybe we wanna went through all the struggles we went through, all the depression and the bullying and everything else that my daughter had to step into in her life because I didn't show up as the father that she needed. And that's on me, that has nothing to do with her. Our kids are not the ones causing this. Our kids are not the ones putting us into these places and these spots. We choose to show up the way we show up. Whether we show up at all, or when we do show up, we show up like single dimensional douchebags that don't do anything. We try to push them into a life that we want because we didn't get to live the life we wanted as a child because maybe of our parents or grandparents, or maybe we just made bad decisions. You know, I became an alcoholic before I was 16. This is another story for another day, but this is where kids get led to. When we allow ourselves to stand in power of dictatorship, to try to push them into a life that we think is best for them without communicating with them and being present 
and actually opening up our mouth and talking with our heart instead of the fucking stories in our head, we will never understand where our kids are at, where they want to go, or what they're doing right now in this moment to get from A to C. Because we never even stopped and asked them, what's A? What do you want? Where do you want to go? You know, yeah, we talk about it maybe in Career Center or in a show and tell or maybe during homework, but do you seriously sit down and really connect with them and start to help them build their targets out of dreams? Because dreams are just that. Dreams don't build shit. You know, so many of us are like, oh, you got to be a dreamer. You got to do this and that. That's great. Dreams are theories. And theories in consequence are nothing unless you act upon them. So when you take your dreams and you set them into targets and you start to move towards that, then you start to get results. You start to actually have purposeful movements and action throughout your daily life. And that's what our kids need to learn is without this commitment to purpose, their action isn't going to get them any results because they're not connected here in the heart. They're not connected by love. They're driven by these stories, these sedated, sedated stories that society plants in all of our heads and us as parents believe them because we've told ourselves them for so long that it's hard to see the reality of the lies inside of the stories. And then we tell our kids and they tell their kids and they tell their kids. And before you know it, you got five generations of fucking liars and parents that are only playing at one, maybe two dimensions out of a four dimension life. You know, you got your body being balanced in business. Okay. In order to do great in one, you have to be able to harmonize and balance across all of them. That's why I started off with this with parenting and how my connection with my oldest daughter first. We're going to go into a few of these. A few of these podcasts to start out with are going to be the levels from Kaylee to Eva to Noah. And then where I was at in my disconnect and connection with my brother and my parents. Because one of the hardest things for me to see is parents acting and giving themselves pat on the back because they think they're showing up when in reality, all they're physically doing is showing up. That's it. That's all they're doing. They're not connecting. They're physically going, showing up, picking up. Hmm. Hey, yeah. Hey, honey, how are you? Yeah. Woo. I got my phone in my hand. I'm looking at work. I'm Facebooking. Yeah. I'm doing all this stuff. It's bullshit. And I was that guy. I did that for years. Kept going on and on about him doing all this stuff for my kids. So I watched my daughter go through some pretty painful stuff. And during this time, I was going through some painful stuff. You know, I was having issues with work. I was having issues with, you know, relationship-wise. I was having issues with stress and anxiety and blackouts and collapsing because of the hypertension. And, you know, I even had high blood pressure. And this is after I quit drinking and doing drugs. This was just trying to create a life for myself and my daughter before my other two kids were even born. But the issue was, I wasn't living a life of truth. I was living in fantasy land of lies. I was telling myself all these stories about how I'm such a great father and not realizing the damage I was causing to my kid, not realizing the heartbreak and the disconnect and putting her right where I felt like when I was a kid. The exact same thing that I said I would never fucking do to my kids. But I couldn't get myself out of it. 
because every chance I had to take another step towards that unreality, that false feeling of security, because I could create a little bit of money here or I could get her to talk to me here, I would grab it and I would lie to myself and say, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's like a scar you just keep putting more and more makeup on. You just wipe more and more makeup, more and more makeup. No matter how much makeup you put on it, at the end of the day, it wipes off, there's still a scar there because you didn't address the problem. The problem is, is I showed up as a shitty dad for years. I showed up with all the excuses in the world why I wasn't there, why I couldn't make it to the dances, why I didn't fly back as much as I used to, why, you know, dad couldn't take a phone call or why dad wouldn't send stuff when he said he would. It would take him five weeks later to do it. I had all these excuses in the world, all these lies and lies and lies and lies building up upon me. And the whole time, all it was doing was building these walls around my daughter's heart for me. And no matter how much she said she loved me and she missed me, she never allowed herself to connect to me. Never fully, truly trusting me or giving me the benefit of the doubt that I could actually show up as a dad, as a father, just as another human being for her to talk to, connect with and trust and then lead her. And that's where it came to the uh, point when I decided, you know, my life isn't working right now. And within the reality of that, it started with seeing the disconnect from my oldest daughter. And then I watched it flow into my body. I watched it flow into my work. I watched it flow into my relationships. And I watched this harmonization of the balance in between the body being balance and business go to shit. And all I could do was make money. I was good at one thing out of four in my life. So I did it. I pushed and I watched my daughter crushed. I watched her just slowly fade away. And it went to the point to where I talked to her every three or four months if she felt like talking to me. But the reality of telling her the truth was way easier than the reality of telling myself the truth. Because when I was able to sit down and talk to her for six hours and tell her everything there was to know about me, the heavens opened. The weight of the world shed off my shoulders and I could breathe without feeling restricted with resentment and hatred from my own daughter, from my daughter. I could see the love in her eyes and I could see the trust just starting, just starting to come out. Because don't let it fool you. One conversation is not gonna fix this. It takes years for us to get to this point with our kids and it'll take years to get out of it. But if you don't start by accepting the truth of where you are today and the reality of who you are today, you're never gonna have the power, the focus and the ability to step up and have that conversation with your kids let alone your loved ones. So as I sat there talking to my daughter about everything, about the alcoholism, about the drugs, she started to open up to me a little bit, a little bit, not much. She isn't going to share much with her dad, right? Because why would she? I really haven't been a fucking dad for a long time. You know, when she was little, I remember walking down the uh, aisle, we were in a pet store. 
and she was doing something and I had her arm. I was like, hey, come here. And I gave her a little tug and, and not even hard, but enough to where we didn't know she had nurse's elbow. So her arm came out of socket and she started screaming. So her arm came out of socket right here. Just from that little, little tug and say, hey, let's go this way. And at that point, I realized how fragile she was physically, but I never realized how fragile our kids are emotionally and mentally and spiritually. I never connected the dots of that. I was like, okay, you know, we got to be careful with her. She's, she's growing her body, this and that, you know, everything needs to work a certain way. We don't want her to be damaged. So she ended up having her elbow come out twice and ended up getting a cast on it. And it's a common thing. We were told nurse's elbow, there's nothing you could do about it. The slightest little bump or twist when she falls would make it come out. But I felt like shit. I felt like, you know, here's this little girl, three, three and a half years old that looks up to me like I'm everything in the world. And I just physically hurt her on accident with no idea how I did it. But never realizing that that would transform into emotional stress, emotional hurt emotional disconnect when I started putting work ahead of everything else. And I started telling her, I needed to go and make money for you. I need to go and do this for you. Daddy's leaving for you. I'm moving away for you. I can't see you as much for you. You know, when you sit back and you ask yourself, how many times a day do your kids really, truly try to get your attention? that they just want five minutes, 20 minutes, an hour of just connection. Just you and them, that's it. Think about that. Think about how many times your kid comes up to ask you something. You're like, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute, I'm busy, I'm busy. I'm doing something for work, I'm on Facebook, I'm watching a show, I'm doing the dishes, I'm getting in the shower, letting the dog out, whatever it is. But that minute never comes. You never allow them the actual time that they asked for. What do you think would happen if you actually stopped and you gave them them a couple minutes, a couple times a day? What do you think would happen if your kid came up and said, Daddy, come look at this. And you said, okay. And you stopped what you were doing. I still find myself, even after almost two years of living this way, real raw, relevant to get my results, to be real, truthful, honest, to connect, to be present with my kids. It's a daily hunt to continue down that path because I'll be so tied up in work. My son will come and be like, dad, let's go kick the ball. And I'll be like, okay, hold on one second. I got to do this one, one post. I got to do this one email. And I, I have to stop myself and be like, no, that can wait. Because before I know it, I'm going to turn around. I'm going to look. And like my oldest daughter now, she's almost 17. She's a senior this year. I'm like, holy shit, what happened? I thought I had all this time. But guess what? Time is not on our side. Time doesn't wait for anybody. Doesn't wait for anything. Because at the end of the day, if we don't make what we want happen within the amount of time we have during that day in the present moment, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, you can't control yesterday. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. All you can do is live in the moment and be present today with yourself telling the truth, with your kids being connected and loving them, 
and giving them space and time. That's it. So my daughter's flying out here tomorrow with her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, right? Holy shit. And uh, she's going to spend eight days out here with uh, myself and her brother and sister and my queen and her kids and my son's mom and their family. And, you know, we've got an amazing blended family. I put aside all my differences. I sucked up all my pride, all my ego, set it on fire and burn the shit to the ground. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think or feel. If I can't be there to connect and love with my kids and show them I can lead them from a place of power and truth, no matter who I'm around and no matter how I feel or think about them, I don't lie about it. If they ask me something and if I truly don't have anything good to say, I'll explain it to them in a way that doesn't make that person look bad, no matter who it is, whether it's in my family or out of my family. I'm not going to protect them with lies saying, oh, yeah, that person's great and throw a fake smile on my face. I'll be like, no. You know, if you truly want to know, if you want to know how I feel about it, I'll tell you. If you want to know the facts about it, ask me. I'll tell you exactly why I don't like that person or why I did this or why I don't like that type of work or why, you know, this is what I believe in. Because they know when they talk to me now, they have the trust in knowing I'm going to tell them the truth and I'm going to tell them the facts first. And then they can ask me how I feel. Because our feelings don't actually direct what the facts are. If you really think about it and look at it, our feelings come from the facts. Or they come from the stories we make up in our minds that we believe are true, that are facts, that really are false realities and are just these great paintings that we build up about ourselves and our life and our way to parent or in our way to be a businessman or woman and however else we see ourselves in life. But we don't realize that when you use water paints and you piss on it, it all goes away and all the shit's still there behind it. So you have to address the lies. You have to address the facts. You have to build a foundation on concrete, not quicksand. And it starts with having a truthful conversation with your kids on, where are you? What do you like about me? What don't you like about me? How can I be a better parent to you? Just some simple questions. You can word them however you want. The biggest thing is, is not to cover them up and try to protect them in a reality that's unreality. Keep them in the now, keep them in the facts, keep them in the truth. Don't try to protect their feelings because they're stronger and they're smarter than you think they are. Because if you go back and you remember when you were a kid and your parents tried to pull some bullshit on you, remember how that worked out? It didn't, did it? I remember just being a rebellious little asshole, pretty much exactly like my daughter was for years. <laughs> Go figure. She ended up turning out just like me. Um, I guess that isn't that bad because she also flipped around way sooner than I did. Because where she's at right now is where I was headed rock bottom for the next six, seven years of my life. And she's actually headed up the mountain instead of down the mountain, which I couldn't be more proud of her. But it all started with the simple conversation of what could I do better as a father? Where do you want me to show up more? And the number one thing I get from all three of my kids is, I just want time with you, Dad. Just play with me. So phones go away. When time's time, it's their time. That's it. I don't allow myself to get distracted. I'll play what they want to play. We'll swim in the pool. We'll kick the ball. We'll go for a walk. We'll go grab some dinner. We'll go to the movies. 
when I have the ability to shift and to change myself and my routine and my daily habits to perform for my kids, one of the craziest things that happened is the stress in my body became healthier. I started making more money in my business than I ever have before. And my relationship with a woman was 10x anything that I've experienced. So no matter how many times anybody tells you that the simple stuff doesn't work, they're full of shit because I'm here to tell you it does. It's not easy. It's some of the hardest stuff you'll ever do in your life. But it works. Simple little changes to your daily routines and habits work. They create a connection and a power with purpose from your heart, within love, in every action and step that you take from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. So give yourself permission to actually become truthful with yourself. Go and look in the mirror. Take a couple minutes. Tell yourself to quit lying about who you are and where you are and go have some conversations with your kids and get real with them and really connect with them on a level to where they can start to trust you and they know no matter what happens in life, they can come to you and you're going to be there to lead them, support them, and protect them. Because right now, I can almost guarantee you, they do not feel like that. So I hope you enjoyed the first episode of the Hunter Podcast and my daily hunt to become a better parent, but also how it unfolds in the rest of my life. And we're going to continue this journey twice a week for years to come. This is just the beginning. So enjoy the hunt. Get real, get raw, relevant, and go after your results today with your daily hunt. And I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>